to Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers in Springfield, Jacksonville, and Taylorville. Call now, 629-7970 for answers to your questions about computers, hardware, software, and the latest electronic gadgets, go, go gadget gizmos, and games. Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. Welcome, it's Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH. The phone lines are open, 217-629-7970. And I got Bull in the studio. Good morning. Good morning. How's everybody doing out there? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Good. Pretty good for a Saturday. Football started yesterday. Right on. Helping run the boards and be doing that every Saturday, or Friday night. Wow. Hey, <laughs> Saturday. <laughs> yeah, this is I'm one of our, our lulls of a weekend. It's one of the calm before the storm. Uh, not next weekend, but the weekend after that is when we start the one-day events again. So they're going to be very busy. Um, we've got several uh, really big events scheduled. I don't know exactly what all we're doing, but we okay. do our biggest ones in the fall. So. Yeah, man, it just, it seems like the summer just flying by yep. this, more, uh, this year. I mean, yep. uh, we're at that beginning of school phase where everything's kind of uh, changing. Everyone's trying to get settled into like their new schedules and uh, everything's going through a little bit of a change. Um, if people still need supplies for school, like if you need uh, laptops or computers, we do have those available for sale. So cool, um, cool. as we always do, and we always offer repair on things like that or tablets or phones, uh, any other electronics that you might have, we offer repair or recycling on. Um, so bring that stuff out to us. Uh, I am sorry and to like just take over right away, but I'm really excited about okay. this coming week, as a matter of fact. Um some pretty big news. Yeah. I heard I was yeah. something with the the moon again. Yep. NASA announced that the Artemis 1 rocket that they are launching on Monday will be heading to the moon. Whoa. So we are going to be landing people on the moon again as of Monday, which will be really cool. It's supposed to leave at 730. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how long it'll take necessarily, but uh, one of the reasons why I'm extremely excited for it is because they're going to be streaming it in VR. Whoa. Yeah. So I... <laughs> That's pretty big. I have an index, which isn't uh, one of the Facebook ones, it's the Steam one, um, and I know that the live stream will be on either Facebook, one of their web pages, or uh, the Horizon Worlds that Meta Quest is doing. So, if you bought one of the Quest or the Quest Two, uh, you should have access to that uh, Horizon Worlds Metaverse, whatever it is, and they're doing a live stream of the the rocket. Um, I'm not sure exactly where all the cameras are going to be at, but they are stating that uh, they'll be in places where people normally aren't allowed to be. So you oh. might be a lot closer to the rocket as it's going off. I don't know if they'll have any in the cockpit or not necessarily, but... Um that would be cool, though. Just I, yeah. I'm just trying to imagine imagine this and just being like right there and yeah. seeing this and yeah. like I, I want to touch it. I'm like I want to touch it. I didn't it. realize that live stream of VR stuff was uh, as big of a deal as it is. I don't do a whole lot of that sort of stuff, but uh, I was watching a horror movie not too long ago, and it was about teenagers or you know whatever uh, kids who investigate like haunted houses, and they live stream it while they do it. And one of them was a VR live streamer, and it's basically Whoa. just a 360 degree video so you can't like move around or anything like that but you can get in your vr headset and like enter the haunted house they were looking around in and just like at least turn and look around and see 
the type of things they were saying in like live time. So uh, is the ghost gonna come out at you? Yeah. If it starts at seven thirty, I'll be dropping one of my children off at school at that time, and then I'll be speeding home. Man, I hope I don't get a speeding ticket. But, it makes me want to have one of these yeah. VR headsets just to yep. do watch this. Yeah, something I like mean, that would be really cool. I I am excited for the future of that sort of stuff. But like, just the landing on the moon is gonna be yeah, you know, extraordinary in and of itself. It's gonna be really cool. But just to see what will I'll be able to see in a VR view. Uh, like I said, I don't have the the Facebook one, so I'll have to, more than likely what I'll do is I'll find a video of it after the event has happened, oh, okay. and then I'll watch the video in okay. my VR headset, because oh. I've done that as well. There, there are oh. certain videos and certain movies that you can watch, and like, horror is definitely a big thing in the VR business, just because, you know, it's so immersive that it's a lot easier to, like, actually scare and do stuff like that. So I, I've definitely uh, seen some of that kind of stuff, but seeing the rocket launch would be really cool. Yeah, that, that would be. I just, I, just like I said, I'm just trying to imagine this, trying to imagine yeah. what's going to happen, you know. With so this. yeah, it'll be like a, a stationary 360 degree video more than likely. I'll be able to look around and just, I imagine we'll be really close to. Like where they're at. Yeah, yeah. where they're actually at, where the rocket's taking off from. So uh, that would be kind of cool if like any of the cameras got caught in like the, the flames oh. of the rocket taking off. Like, oh, step back. Oh, yeah. well, I'm not really there. I mean, it's just a camera. So yeah. if the camera fries, then I guess whatever. But those they're, they've got to be at least somewhat expensive. So Well, and I would imagine that they have special cameras for. Yeah. For, for all this in cases something like that would were to yeah. happen so they wouldn't just get fried yeah. being right there. I know uh, that there is mobile of the VR live streaming stuff so you can carry around a device that takes that 360 degree video and oh, I am wow. really hoping that when they land on the moon they have something like that available yeah, so that it really would be cool. like a VR video of you actually stepping on the moon mm -hmm. and it's not just like a you know a, a a computer-generated recreation of it, like this is actual, real, legit, our universe, our world, our moon right. walking on it. So that would be really cool to see yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. It kind of yeah. reminds me of this board board game. Yeah. I can't think of the name I'm drawing Catan. Catan, yeah, okay. of Catan. Yeah, and they're yep. bringing it to life, basically, yep. putting a whole new meaning, whole new spin on board games. Yep, so I didn't see what headset it was, but uh, that's... E. AR that they're doing, that's yeah. augmented reality, and you can do that with a lot of the headsets have passed through, so I can see, like, the room I'm in with the headset on if I wanted to go that route. Um, but, like, Pokemon Go, and there are plenty of yeah. other games with your phone that can do augmented reality, too. So this would be something cool that you could do with your phone. I know they're all wearing some kind of headset that... Uh, what was it? I think it was Google was trying oh, to get yeah, more yeah. into the AR. Yeah. They're trying to take over the AR scene. So this could very well be a Google thing. And uh, I mean, yeah, that'd be kind of fun, I think. Yeah, I guess it, it would put a different yeah. spin on on a board game or, you know, I mean, yeah. even if you go kind of old school, maybe with the Monopoly or yeah. something like that, doing something we'll, like we'll this. We'll see if this ends up being a gimmick. Um, like, VR could very well end yeah. up being a gimmick yeah. as well. I don't think that it will be, but uh, like the 3D TVs. Oh, yeah. So people had like parties we, where we you did. had 3D TV parties where everybody was wearing the 3D glasses, but they, they weren't. They were cool. For a while, they for were a cool. Bit. Yeah, it was kind of a fad more than anything. Yeah, because so, I mean. we, we had bought 3D television. Not yeah. intentionally, it just happened that yeah. we bought 3D televisions and the 3D uh, uh, Blu-rays at the time yeah. for the movies, and it was cool, but... I didn't want to wear the glasses all yeah, the time. Yeah, so and it's that, much more of a gimmick. So something like this, if you have a bunch of people over to play Settlers of Catan, do you want to play Settlers of Catan, or do you want to bring out the big headgear and make sure everything's charged up and make sure everything is working? And yeah. I don't know how like connected it would have to be. I'm sure some kind of 
server it would have to talk to or something, but it, it would be fine. It just, I don't know if it be. would end up being more of like a gimmick more than anything, but yeah, that would definitely yeah. be something that would be kind of cool to see. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I've definitely been involved with entire parties who do Pokemon Go where we go hunting oh. Pokemon <laughs> throughout Springfield, uh, and even the AR augmented reality of that, that... I stopped using that like within the first couple days. It yeah. just, yeah, it, it seemed like it faded, finally faded out. Yeah. There for a while, I mean, people were just running into things, not paying yeah. attention because mm-hmm. they had their phone or yeah. whatever device they were using for this Pokemon Go. And, and uh, it was a big deal for Yeah, for you got to long... pay attention to yeah. your surroundings. And like the same yeah, yeah. is true with VR. You don't want to accidentally punch just... somebody in the side of the head or punch a TV or the or... wall or something like that. And that was a big yeah. thing too when the, um, what was, that the Nintendos came out and they were the Wii, doing the Wii yep. and the Wii U. People were just yep. throwing the their sticks up and knocking out televisions. Yep. And so everything. these controllers, they have the wrist strap as well. So they yeah. have a way to like kind of bind them to your hands so you can't accidentally throw them at the TV or something like that. But more, <laughs> a lot of the times I see videos of a, there's a game called Richie's Plank Experience and it's basically you're walking on a two by four between two skyscrapers. Oh, wow. So like you're walking on a very thin thing. Yeah, that's <laughs> very unbalanced and uh, you can heighten the realism of it by oh. setting up an actual two by four between like two stacks of books or something along those lines or even just like two pillows or something so you're not but a couple inches off the ground and then try to walk that two by four while you're (laughs) walking through the game and for some reason a lot of people like to try and push somebody while they're doing that or they think it might be fun to like actually yeah like you just did there like you almost like just jumped forward with your arms out just like oh i'm jumping off the building and like but you're in the real world so you actually like crash into a wall or break your tv or yeah jump into somebody or yeah you hurt yourself or hurt somebody or uh, the standalone quests, they're like 200 250 so they're not super expensive. I mean, that's still yeah. a, a chunk still of change. Still a chunk of money, like the, yeah. The index is like a grand, and like wow. the, the uh, Rift S's were like 600 when they first came out. So these are definitely expensive pieces of equipment, and those ones you connect to a high gaming computer, so that's even more oh, yeah. of a cost associated with them. Because so. those, those gaming computers yeah. can run you quite quite a bit of money, a couple, couple yep. grand, if, depending on what you're looking for and yep. what you need for the for the computer. Yeah, and to have some of the highest quality of the VR stuff, you definitely want to have oh, yeah, for a sure. high graphics card and a very good processor and a good amount of RAM. Oh, yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. Or um, And then we also have the uh, Plex getting the, their data breach. Yeah, I know been... we've talked about different companies with data breaches and yeah. secure passwords. Yeah, there's been quite a few, actually, security incidents this past week that we'll oh. definitely talk a, lo- a lot more about uh, the rest on. of the show. Um, Plex is one that... Uh, they had a data breach. They did get usernames, uh, passwords, and uh, I think it was email addresses. Yes, email. And the only thing that they had to say for sure is that their email addresses are stored correctly, so they're hashed in a way so that it's not plain text. Well, so even good. though they got the hashed version of your password, you should be fine. There should be no reason to change your password, but Plex does recommend on any kind of data breach like this, go ahead and change your password. Um, and they also said that uh, any banking information is not stored on their servers. It's stored on, I don't remember what other servers they were saying, but uh, so any of your banking information should have been safe as well. So this feels like a data breach that was at least handled correctly from the get-go. They right. 
tried to prevent it as much as they could, but um, these sort of things, unfortunately, just do happen. Uh, we talk all the time about how software is just... Right. It's just software, so there's right. always a loophole somewhere. There's always some way around it. There's, Somebody's going to find that hack. They're yeah. going to find a way to try to access your data, and they're going to try, and they might they might get it, but... Yeah, and but, uh, there's one that we can talk about here in a little bit about uh, people exploiting an actual good feature of something. 92.7 WMAY. Springfield's news and talk. Welcome back to 92.7 WMAY with our upbeat... What does Brian yeah. call this? The cage music? Oh, I, I'm sorry. Actually, I'm not entirely sure. It sounds just like house techno almost or something. I don't know. I'm not a club goer per se. I'm, oh, a, dad. I'm a dad at this point, so I'm I'm past the like party scene and all that. Yeah. I just listen to my scary rock and roll and fix computers for a living and check out various things, various uh, tech securities and various hacks that have happened and... Uh, how much is your data worth? <laughs> yeah, how much is your data worth? So, like, we were just talking about how Snapchat yeah. finalized that uh, they finally they got oh, a, yeah. they got a fine for the Illinois bipartisan right. uh, uh, for selling your data because yeah, it's a biometric blah, biometric blah, 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 data. data. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> I had to think about that one. Yeah, yeah. and you're going to get seventy five to one hundred twenty five. Yeah, bucks something like that. Something it was like thirty five really, million. Really small for for yeah. your data. It's like. You never gave them permission to use the data, yet yeah. they've sold the data. And how much money have they made from that? So, and they released a statement little. that says that they stand by the fact that these filters don't collect your biometric data, but as like a gesture of goodwill and trust in security or something along those lines, they're just going to comply with the class action lawsuit. Yeah, like, okay. See. I mean, so there, there's whatever. something there's something going on. Yeah. They don't want to tell you kind of like that app uh there was an app created uh for the Play Store I think it was where it sends your it beeps every time your data is being <laughs> being sold or sent. To yeah, Google. it's anytime any your data is being sent to Google, this gentleman created an app that you can run on your computer that just creates a little sound, just creates a little beep, a little like a grrr or whatever. It's called Googler Teller. Googler yes. Teller. I think it's very specific, but it's not mentioning anything. Um, but it's anytime you're on the internet, uh, and it's usually every two or three keystrokes, which is a little crazy. Anytime if you use Google's search engine and it shows you autocorrect or uh, uh, autofill stuff, if it tries to guess what you're trying to type out, it oh. is taking data and sending it to ad collection agencies. Oh, I never, I never thought about it yeah. like that. I guess you're right. It would be because it's trying to predict what you're, what you're trying to do. So yeah, I guess it would be sending it. Yeah. And it just, uh, what it's doing is it took, um, so you can put a device in between your router and the actual cat five cable, cat six cable, whatever you have leaving your house. Uh, so that the internet, when it comes into your house, you can actually see what all the data that is being transferred is. And you can set up what's called a pie hole so that that it can eliminate certain IP addresses or certain uh, pings from various mm. websites so you can actually eliminate ads before they even get to your computer. You don't need any kind of like ad blocking software because you just eliminate the ads. All um, right, we got, we got a call coming in. Cool, right on. Hello, you're on 92.7 WMAY. Hi, uh, we've been in the market for a new laptop computer and we've run across uh, either the Intel chips i7 or these ones that are AMD Ryzen which I've never heard of I've heard of AMD but 
Yeah. So um, is there a, one better than the other or? Um, I mean, Intel is a lot more uh, used by a lot more people. There's a lot There's a lot more that have Intel, and it's just a bigger standard. Ryzen are very good, powerful chips. They're typically more for gaming. So um, I personally use Intel. I have a lot of friends, including our head lab tech, who uses Ryzen chips, and they swear by them. They just have better processing and computation powers built into them. If you're just mm-hmm. looking for something as just a standard user just to get on the Internet, maybe do your... Yep work type stuff uh really the difference is probably going to be negligible so you okay may as well just go with an i7 because they are a lot more of the standard so you have a lot less issues with just uh windows os okay that's what i need to know thank you no problem Thank you, caller. Thank you for calling in. Our phone lines are open, 217-629-7970. If you've got any questions like like this gentleman had or any other questions, maybe about your phone, well, we'll definitely keep talking about this. Yeah, we'll keep talking about that. This person just put an app that anytime it recognized data being sent to one of these thousands of IP addresses provided by Google as part of their their, uh, visibility or whatever campaign to let people know what is happening. so every time it sent any type of data to any of these ad collection agencies, it creates a little sound, and it, it is pretty annoying. There's a little 30-second clip or so of him just browsing the Internet, wow. and uh, it goes off every couple of seconds. And he does say that uh, the video in, that he is using, he is using uh, Google Chrome during the video, so that could okay. come into play. But he did also test it with Firefox and Opera, and it did the exact same thing. Wow. So it was more about just Google's uh, web page, and Google collects ad-based information on a variety of different services. Well, and I, I know, too, like, they, they sell your information because I a few weeks ago, or maybe a few months ago it was, we were talking about going on a vacation, and before you know it, I had emails yep. about where are you going on vacation? Where, where it's your destination? You know, just different things, pricing, who's got the better pricing. I'm yep. like, wow, we just talked about it. We didn't even search on it, nothing. Because yeah. your phone's listening, collecting yep. that. I like that, when we go out and make a major purchase, like, you know, a toilet oh, yeah. or like a, a, yeah. a, a bed or something along those lines. And then we start getting ads for that sort of stuff. And it's like, I don't really buy those in bulk or typically more than one at a time. So uh, I appreciate the ads, but... I don't yeah. need to see. I don't need to see that. It gets, yeah. it gets to be at a point where it gets to be annoying. Yeah, really. I don't need ads with everything. Um, so that, that, yeah, that was definitely interesting. We were talking a lot about this Plex breach, which this Plex is just yes. a uh, media server more right. than anything that you can set up, so you can run it on a Windows machine to have uh, you can share pictures, videos, Those. or music between people, and just have it set up so that you can go to your TV and just load up your Plex server and just watch whatever movies you have stored on it. Um, so, uh, but it's always good too, though. Even with the, when it comes with the breach, I mean, I do recommend changing the password. Yeah, but mm-hmm. and I also recommend and so and, I, which was great and. And I think you, we've talked about this too in the past where have a variation of the password for each site so you know if your password does get hacked, where it comes yeah. from. You know, like if you go to Plex, yeah. you know, maybe Plex and whatever password that you got or whatnot. So that yeah. way it's it's unique. And Well, and unfortunately in some cases it could have nothing to do with you at all. Sure. Um, so I was reading an article about what is called, I think it's 
uh, Twilio, I think is what the name of the company is, Twilio, something like that. Uh, and they had a breach earlier, and what they are is they are an SMS company, so they are a text message-based oh, okay. company. Uh, and they, they're an automated one, and they own, it's something like 138 different corporations, and most of them were compromised in this. And Whoa. these aren't, these don't have anything to do with you necessarily, as far as like your account goes, but have you ever visited the doctor, and then later on they sent you a text message to like confirm an account, or maybe to see like a bill or something like that? Mm-hmm. That's what this business oh. does. They do automated messages, and they the one of the most notable things that they do is two-factor authentication. So if you've ever tried to log in with an account, and it had two-factor authentication, and you click the little button, and then they send a text to your phone, and then you copied that code into the computer and you were able to log into your account, Twilio or one of their subsidiaries Mm. is responsible for that. Oh, Uh, Hospitals do a lot of it as well. Um, I still stand by the fact that two-factor authentication is one of the strongest forms of security we have, but this business being... Welcome to Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers in Springfield, Jacksonville, and Taylorville. Call now, 629-7970 for answers to your questions about computers, hardware, software, and the latest electronic gadgets, gizmos, and games. Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. Welcome back to 92.7 WMAY. Our phone lines are open, 217-629-7970. Yeah, we're Uh, talking a lot about security issues this week. There are definitely a lot of hacks, compromises. Um, I mentioned something about having a positive thing that ends up being used against you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, If you have the game Genshin Impact downloaded onto your computer, uh, you are actually a lot more vulnerable to malware because of a built-in anti-cheat driver. What? Uh, so Genshin Impact is one, and then Valorant, which is a Riot Games uh, game, is another one that I don't think they're the exact same anti-cheat driver, but uh, they both have anti-cheat software built into the game, which asks for what's called root zero access. And oh. usually that is uh, underneath your BIOS. So right. the built-in operating system that your motherboard has that tells it how to read itself, how to transfer electricity between the components and how to read a uh, hard right. drive and how to read RAM and use them, blah, blah, blah. Um, so it's... With this cheat, they can get access? Yeah, it's it's software that is designed to prevent people from cheating and some of the biggest online multiplayer games. So oh, wow. this this anti-cheat software runs before your BIOS starts thinking about itself, before the, the uh, hardware starts uh, livening up, before anything starts booting up, you get into the Windows OS at all. This anti-cheat software has already been running, and it is all but impossible to remove. And I actually mentioned, it was wow. about half a year ago, I think, I mentioned on here that I had heard about the one for Valorant, and that I saw that I saw this coming. I'm not trying to sound like, you know, right. uh, prophetic or whatever, but uh, you give that We've seen software be uh, hacked multiple, multiple times, and you're giving it to the hands of as many people as you possibly can, and it also needs the strictest access to the most 
locked and sealed part of your computer that you can give it to. We're seeing people who, uh, if you download this game from an unknown source and you think you're getting this the game itself, it can actually install malware in that root kit which right. gets root zero access to your computer. And, and you then you can not. install ransomware and the motherboard of the computer, which is a lot more severe than just getting it oh. on any of your files. For sure. Um, that just makes the computer itself, it, it bricks the computer essentially. Uh, and you may not know, you may not know that this is getting installed right away. Yeah. Yep. Because it just, like you said, it kind of goes behind the scenes. Yep. And then you're without a computer. Before you know it, you're without a computer. Yep. So we've got at least two games that have like some of the highest uh, restricted access to your computer, and at least one of them has shown a compromise in people getting ransomware. Wow. Yep. That's just it's crazy. It's crazy that there's people that think of these things yep. that want to do things to your computer. You know, yep. without software you know, is just a cat and mouse game, and that's why I've said on here a couple of times that uh, the more that we interconnect everything and the more we put software in between hardware, oh, yeah. we open ourselves up to these kind of vulnerabilities. One well, of these articles that you shared oh, with yeah. me is this Kia yeah, thing. Yeah, the that TikTok, is, TikTok I, challenge. Sorry, I, I that's how pull, I learned. That's how I learned when I hear TikTok some of this challenge stuff. because it's so. It, it's because of TikTok. Uh, I would have never known about this car theft challenge because yep. of TikTok. But this and, article you shared with me says yes. that the Chicago area has seen an increase in Hyundai and Kia thefts by seven hundred percent because of this. Because TikTok. there's a viral TikTok that yeah. went around that showed if. It, it looks like the car has to be unlocked, so you have to have access to a, one of the USB ports. Yeah. But, and this is, I mean, it says right here that uh, there was, let's see, where was it actually? There was a bunch of like 14 to yes, 17 yes, year 14 olds. 14 to 17 year olds mainly doing yeah. this. And they stole a 2021 Kia Forte, so this is newer models of cars. Right. This isn't necessarily anything that's like old, outdated. Uh, they very well, it might have been. Uh, and a not updated version of it if of software's software has come out. Right. Because right. they, they find the bugs, they update the firmware, yeah. and we've talked, you know, how sometimes it does take a while to get that firmware. But it could updated. also be a vulnerability that they found after the latest security update when they tried to fix something else, and they were like, right. hey, this actually broke this back door that allows us to plug in this USB port and do even more damage yeah. and steal the car. Like <laughs> literally, literally steal, steal the car, car yeah. start it up and run it. I mean, yep. and it, it would maybe, maybe this would be something too, like when they want to lock down, like if you can heat up the car, you know, you like your heaters that we talked about a few weeks ago yep. with, uh, I think it was BMWs or yeah, uh, or was it Audi maybe? Uh, maybe it was Audi. Yeah. I don't remember. Exactly, they want to do the right. subscription service. Um, so it's like these little back doors to your car. Yeah. And I think it kind of goes back to that, uh, what we were just talked about a minute ago, where the that app or it installs on your computer kind of as a cheat code. That's what yeah. this is essentially is. It's supposed is. to be an anti-cheat code, but right. in order for them to check for the cheat codes, it needs to be a cheat code almost by itself. So right. yeah, where if this car has some kind of if the car ever gets stolen and we recover it, but they lock the software, if we just plug into the USB port and like wipe the software, we can have the car usable again. Well, right. if bad actors come into play and then take a video of it, load it to TikTok, it becomes viral, and then now yeah, over 700%, it's like 770% or something like that, these cars have been targeted. And it's just, it's kind of crazy to think that 
Hyundai and Kia are having yeah. such huge issues with their cars being stolen just because they have a USB port that right. apparently gives access to everything because they can start the car without the key right. fob in any way. You would, you would think that if the car's off, that USB port would be deactivated so you can't just stick something in there to get access to yeah. this like Cause, they're doing. Because I know that like the car will talk to the, the key fob Right. When you're just within range of it. They just they know within their range of each other. Right. If I walk out to the car and try and open the door but it's locked, it won't. But if I have the key in my pocket, not even near the car, it will unlock the car because the key fob is at least close enough. So uh, they don't have any kind of device that creates that Bluetooth connection with the car. They're just, if the car's unlocked, they plug it into the USB port and they hack the they entire car. The, yeah. And a lot of people, they leave, they don't lock their cars, which I, I've i always I mean, locked. You probably my car. should, yeah. Yeah, you probably should. That's yeah. just a given because you're opening up another door to yeah. get in somebody. I mean, if it's to, in the garage or whatever, then I'm not going to lock the car. But yeah, if we're in, <laughs> Fritz is like, yeah, sure he's like, car's locked, lock right? in my car. I'm like, I got to make sure my car is locked. I'm not going to, I'm not going to take a chance out here. He's like, we're talking about hacking cars. He's going to come out and his car is going to be gone. <laughs> he's like, who stole it? Oh, those guys there. Somebody anonymous. Somebody threw a VPN. I don't know. And that's actually, I think that's one of the scarier things is that people don't even have to be physically present to steal yeah. your car. We've definitely seen a uh, remote. People a lot of over Teslas the internet. having issues with yeah. Yeah, remote things, and uh, Jeep. Who was it? Jeep. That's yeah. right. Jeep, Jeep was the other one that had. Yeah, because they said nobody could hack this Jeep. They had it connected to the internet, and they said nobody could hack it. And within ten minutes, somebody was driving it from their hotel room. Yeah, this was a few years ago when that yeah. when that Thanks happened. Thanks for reminding me. I need to check on how DefCon to see if the the biggest ish, the biggest prize or whatever they had was if you could hack the latest model of Tesla. So I need to check and see if they were successful because they had worked on it for over an hour and they weren't successful. So I will try to check into that today yeah, and see if... We definitely, yeah, because I bet somebody... Or not. I bet somebody did it. You, you, you know they, they did people it. People are incredibly I mean, intelligent and some people have way more free time than any of us ever do. Um, I know, like, my job involves technology right. and software, so I, I get to deal with this stuff on a daily basis. But uh, for people that don't deal with this stuff normally, right. like, you're just you might outclassed in such a way that it's crazy yeah a lot of, a lot of people don't think about how this works and yep. and thinking about updating the firmware on your phone you know may, m- will make it more secure or maybe yeah. break something for that matter like yeah. like we're just talking about but it, it, it's the technology has just changed our lives so much I love that we're just talking about electricity just moving through metals <laughs> and right. other various uh, precious metals for the most part other components but uh it's just electricity that moves through this board that turns into code, which turns into texts, which turns into pictures and videos and video games and these high-level communications between cars and key fobs and, you know, bad actors who hack the satellite that get in between them and... And, and it seems too. A lot of times, it's the younger the younger generation. They're starting out younger and younger, figuring yeah. how this all works. And they're the ones doing a lot of the hacking. Yeah. Um, I think there was a game not long ago where somebody left their camera on on the other side, and this kid figured out, oh, I can get access, and he was got access through the whole game because yeah. they left their they left their camera on. So there are definitely steps you can take to prevent that sort of thing from happening from the get go. Um, um, it 
usually something that you have to like keep up with as far as like oh, keeping your sure. passwords under control and right. running your antivirus and your anti-malware scans every so often oh, and yeah. not downloading things from sites that you don't quite trust. And yeah. so, I mean, there's definitely things you can do to prevent that sort of thing. I'm not saying that that person de- didn't right. do those necessarily, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's just it's just it's just amazing. You should I, I'm assume just, every like, camera is on, and you should assume every microphone is on as well. Yes, absolutely, yep. absolutely. Don't take don't take any chances because yep. you never know what who's listening or what's going to happen. And a lot of times, I've even gone as far as covering up the camera if I yeah. on my laptop. Like if I have it open, a lot of times I put something over that camera so yep. nobody can. See me. So will I, and a piece of clear scotch tape is good enough to blur the camera enough so that nothing can be seen. It's just a very, very, very dim, faint outline of the room, especially if the room is like brightly lit. If it's not brightly lit, you can see almost nothing through it. So there's so you you have to do so minimal effort in order to cover your camera up on your laptop and that is something that I recommend that is something I do as well oh, so okay. yeah I've got a little piece of scotch tape over mine a lot of people use electrical tape because it's easy to remove oh, but uh, the, the and the black would yeah. dim it dim it out and that's I why, put a little yeah. piece of paper in the scotch tape I I didn't realize just the scotch tape yep. alone would you can do a piece be. of paper, yeah, either one is fine, but yeah, it doesn't take a whole lot to cover up those. I know there are some businesses that sell, it's a little piece of plastic that like hard sticky glues on there or whatever, and it uh, slides so you can cover and uncover your microphone. There oh. used to be some models of computers that had a physical oh, that little door, little door yeah, that you could cover I, I it. But I wonder whatever happened to that, because I, I missed that. I, I they were remember. probably like, too many people are turning their camera off. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, or maybe they were breaking because they had to slide it yeah, back and forth just a, a little too much. Yeah. I well, know. I think it's time to take a commercial break, yeah. and we'll uh, maybe talk a little bit more about Black Friday and Black Friday sales. It'll be here before you know it, sure right after be. this. All right. WMAY. Springfield's News and Talk. Welcome back to 927 WMAY. Uh, Black Friday. Yeah. It's going to be here before you know it. Say, so we've already been working on it for over a month at this point. Uh, and really, we're just in the testing and uh, trying to figure out what we're going to do. But. Um, we also have, I, I know Brian's mentioned on here before, I have somebody working directly beneath me. I have two people working directly beneath me. So I do have a crew of people who are willing to help me. Uh, and we've just gotten a ton more machines over the past couple of years of higher quality too. So right. uh, I don't think, we're try- I am trying to find something that can run Windows 11. Uh-huh. We have a couple of laptops that can run Windows 11, but okay. we actually don't have enough of those to include them as part of the sale. It's more of just our general inventory that we have that we put out every so often. Uh, so I am still trying to find something that can run Windows 11. Otherwise, it'll still be Windows 10. And Windows 10 is still supported for at least oh. the next two years. I think it might be even three, three years. It's actually three years. Yeah, I think it might be it's three years. Supported, but, um, yeah. So that's not an issue, at least for a little while. And I am honestly, I'm still banking on them uh, rolling back the requirements for it. I've seen yeah, a lot of sixth so. gen 
computers with the TPM 1.2 chip. And I know they're trying really hard to stick with the TPM chip. So uh, they already rolled it back from the 2.0 to the 1.2. I've seen a lot of 6-gen machines with the TPM 1.2 chip. So I am... I mean, it's like an unofficial, I'm not a, like I said, I said it twice in this show. I'm not a prophet necessarily, (laughs) but uh, I'm really hoping that they roll back the requirements for Windows 11 and then that would make a lot more of our machine because otherwise most of our machines, almost everything we have is going to be unsupported when they drop Windows 10 if they don't roll the requirements back. And I doubt, I highly doubt anyways, that the vast majority of people have eighth gen processors or newer. So no. I mean I I didn't until just recently. I mean yeah. I just bought a brand new I just bought a brand new desktop about two two weeks ago really? uh, and it's running Windows 11. But outside of that, I mean my other computer it didn't support it wouldn't support. And I mean it. there's not a huge difference in Windows 11 or Windows 10, so there really shouldn't no. be the processing power required for a difference. So, uh, but yeah, we've we are going through the desktops right now. We are basically testing them all, getting them separated, finding out what the prices of those are um, we've already got several laptops figured out that cool. I can't really go into specifics as of right now we just have to make sure that we can uh, like so some of these will need batteries on so like we'll probably offer a new battery and like this part of them and a used battery and like this part of them sure um, sure we need CMOS batteries for some of them because oh, yeah. they are just a little bit tinier or the the tip is just slightly different so we've oh. been through the entire machine and the CMOS port is not bad very often yeah, unless it's say, physically damaged really, so you really uh, don't hear about the CMOS we part test of these it. machines and we're like well everything's good except for the CMOS battery and we're like well we we're, we can all, almost guarantee that that is repairable and when we buy and put a new one in there it'll work fine so we set those in the like done and tested even though they need the CMOS battery. So then we know, hey, we need to buy this many for our machines. So we definitely still have work to do. And like we could buy those and I I don't know, just something could go wrong. Right. So until we actually put our Windows certified repair sticker on it and put it in our Otis system that keeps track of the computers that we buy or the computers that we sell. Um, until we do that, I'm not going to start talking about the specs necessarily or what we have, but I do feel like it's going to be a really big sale. I think we're going to have a wide range of inventory. I think I need to convince Brian that at some point we're just kind of giving money away if oh. we're offering <laughs> like a 50% discount yeah, on I mean, that's, that's amazing right more there. than like two, mach- two different machines. If we're offering like four different various variations of machines, are we just giving money away at that point? Um, and we only do one sale a year, so he and might be on board for just make as many different options as you can, and then we'll and then, sell them for full price throughout the rest of the year. And then they would come with the you know the BLH guarantee yep. if something happens. If you buy a laptop, the screen breaks. You bring yep. it back. You guys fix it. Yep. That's your that's your guarantee. I know it's, several it's awesome. of these that we have are going to have M2 uh, drives in them, so they'll either have the M.2 drives or the NVMe drives. We got a huge collection of 128 and 256 M.2 drives in that we've already tested. We've gotten wiped, so we know that the data has been removed from them. They are functioning fine, so those will be available in a lot of the machines that we have for the sale as well. So we'll have some higher quality stuff available. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I'm excited to get through all the desktops just to see if we have enough where we can offer one or two different variations of a desktop and see if 
Now, last year, you guys also had monitors, too. Are you going to have monitors this year? We always have monitors. Most of the time, our sale desktops don't include a monitor. Okay. So then the monitor would be, uh, I think it's $35 for a 17, 50 for a 19-inch, something like that. Oh, that's, so that's real reasonable. It's usually not very, too bad. Yeah. Very, very reasonable. And then usually we've got our normal machines available that those are typically like 25% off, oh, and okay. those do come with a monitor. So uh, uh, Those desktops, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So if if we have enough of these desktops that I'm going through that we can sell them, but not enough to offer like a sale, we usually sell quite a few. We'll sell like 30 or 40 of the exact same model of machine within that two or three days. So that's kind of the where we want. We want to make sure we have 30 or 40 available right then and there right now. Oh, wow. um, if we don't end up reaching that number, then these machines will probably be just part of the normal, normal. our normal everyday Day sale. sale. So. Yeah, right. I'll have to find out from Brian if we're going to do it. Uh, last year, we had like a call-in oh. kind of thing. Um, or That worked out really well, too, for yeah. you guys. Because a lot of people didn't want to come in because of the COVID. COVID, yep. yep. Which is kinda, we're kind of starting to see a little bit of a resurgence of or the yeah. variations of. So, And we're, we are getting into the fall and winter season. Yeah. Kids are getting back to school. So this is just kind of when people get a little bit sick. So I, I think that it's still a good idea, I personally, to have that as an option for those that don't want to, you know, they can just call in and yeah. and have it ready to go and that sort of thing. So, but, and then they, if they do come in, then they can also see your museum as well. You've got yep. that, that museum. I hear it grows all the time. Yep. Always, we don't always add a add. whole lot to it, but we definitely do. And some people come in and they are just like, maybe this could go in your museum. And we're like, you know what? That is a really cool, unique piece of history. And we'll go ahead and put it in there. We, we have people ask to buy things from our museum all the time. Oh, and it's I usually bet. collectors who like, they just deal with, we've got an old typewriter there and uh typewriter. I've heard that for a yeah, while. The guy who asked to buy that, he actually got a little mad when I said that we wouldn't sell it to him. And I'm like, I'm sorry, it's just part of our museum. I typically tell people that if you want to buy something from our museum, it's $1,000 per item. And like Brian said, it typically dissuades people from wanting to buy anything in our museum. But Or if they want to compare iPhones with the iPhone 14 yeah. supposedly coming out here before you know it, you can go look and see what the iPhone 2 yeah. looked like we'll definitely, back in the day. When we can bring them out of the cabinet and show them to you oh. and have you look at them and hold them and see them and check out the museum we got. You can see that at 1832 Stevenson Drive here in Springfield. We'll be there until 6 p.m. today. Uh, so bring recycling or repair or if you would need to come purchase something. Um, otherwise, we have 123 West Main Cross, which is Brian's favorite address, yes, and our right. Taylorville location, which he's, I'm not sure exactly where he's at today, but, uh, or we've got our 832 South Main in Jacksonville, and they nice. will both be open until 6.30.